the gospel according to st john chapter 14 1 to 14 verses jesus said do not let your hearts be troubled believe in god believe also in me in my father's house there are many dwelling places if it were not so would i have told you that i go to prepare a place for you and if i go and prepare a place for you i will come again and will take you to myself so that where i am there you may also and you know the way to the place where i am going thomas said to him lord we do not know where you are going how can we know the way jesus said to him i am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me if you know me you will know my father also from now on you do know me and you have seen him philip said to him lord show us the father and we will be satisfied jesus said to him have i been with you all this time philip and you still do not know me whoever has seen me has seen the father how can you say show us the father do you not believe that i am in the father and the father is in me the words that i say to you i do not speak on my own but the father who dwells in me does the works believe in me that i am in the father and the father is in me but if you do not then believe me because of the works themselves very truly i tell you the one who believes in me will also do the works that i do and in fact will do greater works than this because i am going to the father i will do whatever you ask in my name so that the father may be glorified in the son if in my name you ask me for anything i will do it the gospel of the lord praise to you lord christ the month of may is so special typically because it is also known as a graduation month we have our kids graduating from high school and we also have kids graduating from the college in the midst of all this celebrations especially during this time there is this profound sense of loss and also an emotion that goes along the way with this celebration during this graduation month students have this sense of farewell they miss school they're going to miss seeing the teachers the counselors all those have helped them to achieve their dreams uh to help them to aspire and serve themselves as a springboard for them to reach out to the goals so farewell has this strong connection emotionally you feel that you're missing you're not going to have that good times anymore with your classmates or at school or at college but still the farewell gives us another dimension where something good is going to happen we are going to move into the future to a better prospect uh to do something better so it it is a double sided like you have the emotion of loss feeling sad but at the same time there is joy coming during this pandemic we have witnessed heard and seen all over the world 
a pall of gloom has descended and families and friends relatives missing their loved ones how they've been uh, affected by this uh, virus and they've lost their people but one thing that strongly echoes in everybody's mind and voice is we were not able to give a proper farewell we were not able to say a proper goodbye john 14:1 to 14 verses are farewell discourses by jesus to his disciples in fact it begins from chapter 13 farewell discourses are not new in greek or roman literature we see socrates giving farewell discourse to his disciples and in deuteronomy we see moses doing a farewell speech to the israelites and now we see jesus doing a farewell discourse to his disciples chapter 13 we see jesus telling the disciples that one among the disciples are going to betray him and he is going to leave them soon the departure is imminent it is going to happen immediately as we all know peter is so jumpy he says no wherever you are going we are going to come with you but jesus says now where i am going you cannot come but you follow me later but you are going to deny me thrice so this 14 is the continuation from chapter 13 so the disciples are so confused they are in despair because not knowing who is going to deceive betray jesus so and jesus saying that he is going to leave them soon is troubling them so much so we see in chapter 14 verse 1 jesus saying do not be troubled do not get your hearts troubled believe in father believe in jesus my father has many mansions many dwelling places i'm going to go there and prepare prepare a house for you i'm going to come take you with me going to come and take you with me so jesus is saying that he's going to prepare a place for us this fourth chapter 14 verse 1 especially in the funerals we have this liturgy so when jesus is telling prepare he already prepared an earthly home for us when we were born we did not choose our homes who are going to be our parents but he prepared a home an earthly home for us and he prepared a spiritual home for us by giving us a church now he is going to prepare an eternal home for us so this chapter 14 although it's a farewell discourse it is also an assurance to his disciples that he is going preparing coming back and taking them with him so while he was saying that he says you know the way where i'm going so immediately thomas jumps in and says we do not know where you are going so tell us give us a kind of road map where you are going so that we can also come after you so jesus says i am the way the truth and the life i am the way the truth and the life this 
I am saying a powerful statement in John 9 gospel gives a notion of the way how it connects to the biblical traditions in the old testament we see because the way in greek means hodos it is not just journey or travel it also means deciding feeling and thinking so people here in the Old Testament context, we see Israelites journeying to the promised land. The way they're following decided to believe and trust in Yahweh and then they're journeying in that. And in Synoptic Gospels, we see how Jesus' way from Galilee to Jerusalem has gone, has how we are journeyed, how we have decided to follow what um, his father has commissioned and asked him to do. In the New Testament, when it comes to epistles, we, we see how the disciples together formed a way movement spreading the mission of Jesus Christ into the world, to the ends of the earth. The way is Jesus embodying himself, embodying himself in the mission of God and also in the way of discipleship. The way. I am the way. So once you decide to follow and journey with him, then you know where Jesus is going. And he says, I am the truth. The Greek word here means aletheia which means there is no hidden in that. It gives us a revelatory nature of God, of Jesus, who he is. Johannine Gospel time and again emphasizes the intimate relationship between Father and the Son. Between Father and Son time and again he says, if you believe me, it is like you're believing in the Father. So here, Jesus says, I am the truth. In chapter 8, when he has a religious dispute with the Pharisees and Sadducees, there is making again his point that he is the revelatory nature that the truth can be seen only through him and he is the truth. And then he says, I am the life, the life, the Zoe, life eternal, anonymous means life eternal. So I am the way, I am the truth and the life. Whoever believes in me comes to me, they will be saved and they are with me. We have seen in chapter 10 last week when Jesus says um, that I am the good shepherd, only through me they can come, only through this door they can come and they can be saved. They come to me so that I give them life abundantly and fullness of life. When Jesus says this, immediately we see another disciple, Philip, saying, who is not convinced when Jesus says, if you know me, it is knowing the Father as well. Philip is confused, who is not convinced yet. He says, show us your Father. And Jesus says, so long I've been with you and still you do not believe me and you do not know me. If you see me, it is like you are seeing the Father. Philip, for the first disciple, was drawn to Jesus, yet he is not able to grasp the Christological reality of Jesus. 
Jesus was embodied himself in flesh at the same time he has divine presence in him. Here we see Jesus claiming the highest Christological claim saying, I am he. If you see me, you see father in me. If you know me, you know father also. So Jesus is trying to build and establish to the disciples that if you believe me, know me, that you are already in that fold of, of that security where even after that death, our, our identities are safe and secure with him. He doesn't stop there, but he says, ask of me, ask of me in prayer. Whatever you ask of me, I will do that. What do even greater things what I've done here. Ask of me and if I will give you the power and you will do greater, than, greater things than what I've done. So that will lead to the glory of Father. So Jesus here is building, uh, infusing the faith, uh, building them so strong that uh, even in the absence of Jesus, the disciples will be strong enough knowing that his presence is always with them. So the assurance, the promise of preparing and coming back and taking them. Meantime, ask me anything. I will do greater things for you. Just it is in your hands. You just ask and it will be done in my name. A lady was diagnosed with a terminal, terminal illness. So she sent a word to the pastor asking him to come and see her. So when the pastor visited her, she says like what songs need to be sung at her funeral. And she says uh, her favorite Bible has to be buried with her and what outfit she has to be buried in. And finally she says she wanted to be buried with the fork in her right hand fork in her right hand. The pastor was confused uh, because it is something uh, not normal. Uh, so he was asking her like, why do you want a fork? Then she says, in my experience with um, church socials and the potluck dinners, when we finish the main course, they say, keep the fork, dessert is coming. Something good is coming. So she used to keep the fork and then she used to enjoy the dessert. Um, so keeping that in mind, she's saying, when you bury me, I need that fork in my hand. So although there is sadness of she's gone, things like that, but still something good is going to happen. Something eternal is going to happen is what her belief and faith. And biblical understanding, there's this chasm of temporal and eternal. So Jesus is leaving this farewell discourse to his disciples because they're in this temporal world. He's equipping them. He's uh, building them strongly that even in his absence, his promises, his um, strength and his presence will take them forward because knowing that he has prepared a way for them and something good is going to come through Jesus. And as I started with the farewell, although we have the sense of emotion, sadness, but we are sure something good is going to happen. And when Jesus 
the good shepherd is with us i am the way truth and life is with us there's no need to fear because he is going to secure our identities in this world and in the world beyond may god bless this words father son and the holy spirit amen